Welcome to another episode of Free Talk. This is Aya. This is Shani. Every Monday, you can get in on the Free Talk. Remember to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at freetalk.ca. We are on Spotify, Radio Public, Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Overcast. You can find us everywhere. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Like, comment, and share with others. Today, we're going to be talking about seasons in Canada. We would like to share what we do in all of these seasons and what you can do, whether you live here or you come to visit. There are four seasons in Canada. I wanted to highlight each one. We give you a glimpse of some of the things we can do in Montreal and Laval on episode four, Living Here. But I wanted to let you know that Quebec and a bit of the rest of the country has to offer. We're one of the provinces that you can do so many activities during the winter as you can do through the summer. And I just want to, you know, let you know that I've done a, a, a lot of them, especially <laughs> since I was younger, not now, obviously, but <laughs> when I was younger, I did a lot of them. And um, it was a little harder these days, especially with what's been going on um, to add it to my daughter's life, but it's still my list of things to do. Yeah, I'm used to living, well, used to, I used to live in a country with only two seasons, which was summer and and rainy season. Um, But living in Canada um, and experiencing all four seasons, at first it was a shock, but, you know, you said by now, and I feel that the toughest season for me to adapt to was winter. Um, Because when I first got here, I wore two or three sweaters, you know, underneath my jacket and like I had double pants, double socks, like everything was just double because it was a shock to my body. And I I just couldn't understand how anyone could live in a a cold place like this. Obviously now, you know, there are countries that are worse and uh, well, worse. Their cold is really like ridiculous. Minus 50. Yeah. I've experienced that and I never want to experience that. But yeah, and the summers here, I feel they're really hot. You know, when you're like sticky mm-hmm. and ugh. The so humidity. yeah, so it it, it it didn't feel as comfortable because there no, there's no breeze or anything. So I'd have to say that my favorite seasons in Canada are spring and fall. But because Shani is, you know, a winter cheerleader, <laughs> let's start with that. So why is winter your favorite season and what do you do during the winter? Well, I maybe I think it's because I was born during the blizzard month of February. I don't know. But I'm guessing that's the reason why I love winter so much. And because of the activities my um, my parents had for us, it was like you had to be outside. You had to, like they shoved you. There was no reason for you to be inside because there was no electronics during that time. Um, literally, it was just go outside and leave me alone. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that was really, really good for me, you know. And so I'm, I'm thinking if the second wave comes in, the COVID I'm talking about, if it comes in, that's what I think what I want to do with Samara as well. Just shove her outside because. I, I, it makes no sense for kids to be inside anymore. It really makes no sense, especially after the summer we've had or like 
you know, spring to fall that we've had so far, where you just have to be, you know, outside and walking and taking in um, the fresh air without people around you, it makes sense to shove them outside during the winter time now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, when, again, when I first came here, uh, because I felt the winter was too cold, I didn't really go out much. And then my dad, you know, obviously encouraged us to go outside a lot more. That's why I learned a couple activities that we could do during the winter. And I feel that if you live in a country that has a winter season, you're going to have to find, um, you know, sports or just fun and games or something to, to do during that time. Or else you're literally inside for uh, six to eight months. And that, you know, that's not the way to live. But um, what activities are there to do during winter? And are there any that you haven't done that you'd like to try out? Um, usually, I would say the first thing I would love to do is skating. I mean, even before anything else, even before the, 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 the waters have frozen over, um, the lakes have frozen over, or it, they have even um, assembled um, anything in the parks, I've always thought about skating every year of my life. That's what I love to do, skate. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't skate for a whole bunch of years after Samara was born. And when I got back on the ice, it was like, um, it was like riding a bike. You know when they say you can never forget riding a bike? It was like riding a bike. I, it took a few minutes, but after that, I was, I was gone. I even left my child behind. <laughs> Honestly, skating for me was very fearful when I first started, and um, I only did it while I, when I was young. And you know, usually, obviously, you're supposed to try and do it free fall. I always had either two cones or a chair. Free fall is the best. Yeah, but that's the thing. If you if you get good at it, then it's great that you could just skate around and do what you want to do. But unfortunately, I was too fearful, so I always had to hold on to something. Yes, no, I understand that. Because when I introduced game to Sparrow when she was young, she really didn't take to it. So I kind of skipped a couple of years. And then we started going to Beaver Lake. Um, I think she was eight. I, I, I might be mistaken, but I believe she was eight. And um, we went to Beaver Lake. And my, my, my niece, Leslie, was living with us. And I introduced both of them to Beaver Lake and you should have seen them. Oh my God, they went free for all. And I loved it. I love seeing them learn to skate. At the end of the, at the I swear to God, at the end of the, 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 um, the day, they're both skating. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, uh, Leslie, she would fall and then crawl and then get up, but, <laughs> <laughs> but she would skate. You know, it wasn't like she was fearful as she was when she first started. So it was really, really cool. Yeah, that's why I believe whenever you want to learn something, I mean, you can learn it at any age, but especially anything to do with sports, drive your kids to go learn it because kids aren't as fearful as, you know, us. Yeah. So they'll just go head, head on and learn everything and soak up everything that they can. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so that's why I wanted to kind of 
highlight Beaver Lake because Beaver Lake is, it's downtown Montreal, so it's accessible to anybody. Yes, it's a little bit further for people here in Laval, but it's somewhere you can go and just interact with other people. And I understand this season is the COVID season, but we're, you know, we're coming out of it eventually. And I just want to highlight the stuff that can be done in the coming months, you know? And uh, I thought Beaver Lake was a perfect um, spot to highlight for the winter months because it, it's basically at the base of Mount Royal. So you can look up, you know, out at Mont Montreal, but before you get there, you pass Beaver Lake. So why not pass into Beaver Lake and do your skating, your downhill skiing. Um, they have tobogganing. They have like a whole bunch of activities for um, families and things like that. And it basically starts from like, um, I would say the end of November to the, about a mid, mid-March. So you have time, you know, to be able to go out and just do things. And uh, you're outside, yes. So maybe that helps with the COVID too. I'm not, I'm not judging right now, but you never know. It can, um, it can help with the, you know, just getting the, your families out. It's coming. I'm, I'm not going to say September's coming. <laughs> School's starting soon, you know. And so um, there's also the skating on Old Port. I've never done it, but I've seen it a lot. And it's another, you know, as I said, I live, like you like to say, on planet Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a little bit far for us to go to Old Port, but I know the Old Port has, you know, the skating, the outdoor skating as well um, from, I think it's uh, early December to early March. And, you know, if you don't want to do that in the open, the other option is um, Bonaventure or Bonaventure, which is like right across the street, or you can actually, there's a tunnel to take you from the train station underneath. Um, you can go to um, Bonaventure to skate as well, and it's indoors. And all of these places, all three of these places I've talked about have like restaurants, other activities your, your family can do. Um, so it's really, it's really something to look into. And it will, make those six months seem like two because you're always out you know what i mean because of school we went to the cabana Suc, as it's known here in quebec it's also known as the sugar shack or sap house uh, this usually occurs at the end of winter going into early spring cabana Suc can be found all over it is where sap is collected from the maple tree and boiled into maple syrup. Um, actually, the last time I went was this year, and it was in March. And I was so happy I got the opportunity to go because obviously now everything's closed. Yes, we were actually the the week we usually go is the week everything closed, so we didn't get to go this year. Um, but it was. It is something I really, really like. I love the Kamenisuk. Um, Yes, they have the pork, and you know, I don't eat pork. I'm not a pork person. But everything else is just the other foods that I eat and then just experiencing, um, you know, just the family tradition. Because we decided, to, because the girls, well, the girls, Samara didn't get to do it through elementary school. I thought for her it would be something, you know, good for her to do. And then her baby cousin was born 
um, the year I wanted to do it, right? So I was like, oh, you know what? Why don't we start a family tradition? And Sharina's like, oh, yeah, sure, let's try it. And so that's how it started. And then uh, it just, it didn't work out this year, but it's something I love to do because even with last year when we went, the, we went to one that had a farm. So it was like, um, it had uh, little alpacas and, um, you know, goats and ducks and whatever. It was just, it was really, really fun to do. Um, and I think this is something a family should do, especially during the wintertime when you have nothing else to do. This is perfect, you know? And, and yes, it is end of winter going into spring, but at least it, it kind of bridges the gap on what to do during this time, you know? So I thought it was cool. And I would love to continue doing it. And I'm telling you, just having um, the horse rides or the little farms, of course, you know, the maple syrup where you, they have the, um, it's like a little bed of ice or snow. And then they pour the maple syrup in it. And then you have to roll your stick in it. <laughs> and then you, so you like have a little, um, a sugary stick, like a candy. Oh my God, the sugar high you get from that. And you know, I don't like sugar. So yeah. for me, it was just like crazy. I was like, I had two last year. <laughs> mm. Oh, honestly, just speaking on that, because uh, we went in March, uh, which is, let's just say it, the year of COVID, um, we didn't get to do that in the sense of normally, I'm, I'm used to what you do is you create it yourself. This yeah. time, only they could, uh, make it and then they uh, give it to you so that's what I experienced this year a oh, lot of wow. things like yeah we still did the horse ride and there was still you know the the park where you can do little games and stuff but mm -hmm. anything to do with food you cannot touch they will bring everything they will do it in front of you and then give it to you they'll show you everything but it's just you know everybody was trying to be safe okay yeah yeah I understand that so um, I'd like to just highlight a few winter things um, that can be done all over Canada. So winter offers the ice caves of Lake Superior, which you can visit from January to February in Ontario, and it's free, which is great. Um, if you're brave, there is the winter bungee jumping in <laughs> British Columbia. Would Which you is do not it that cold. It's not that cold over so, so yes, I would do it. No, uh, no, you know what? No, it's bungee jumping. <laughs> I just realized it's in the air. No, 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 no. Sorry. I, I know do that it might be. I fine. don't no, I don't do heights. I just realized <laughs> what I said. Sorry. <laughs> um, there is Hotel de Glace, which is in Quebec City's Ice Hotel. Done. And you can go there from January to March. You went there? Yes. And it was beautiful. Nice. And when we were there, there was a, actually a couple getting married. And mm. oh my God, it was just her dress and the way they had it done. It was beautiful. Wow. Because honestly, I'd like to visit. I'm just contemplating if I really want to sleep on ice. And I know you're not sleeping on the bare ice. Obviously, they no. put something there so you can yes. keep warm. It's fur. Oh. Actual like, bare fur. Yeah, fur. Nice. Yeah. Maybe I should try it one day. Um, there is the historical shoe, uh, sorry, snowshoe tour in Alberta, and um, it's open from November to late April. 
There is the Winter Carnival in Quebec, yeah. and it's a festival for all ages. You could go there with your family. There's the snow bats. Would you do a snow bath? Actually, I would. I would. Yeah? Yes. Wow. I've seen how it was done, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I will try it. I'm, I'm not too sure about that. There's the <laughs> ice canoe race. There are night parades. There is the snow slides, the giant foosball. I think that would be fun. Oh, that would be cool. Mm. Oh, there are the that. snow sculptures that they have everywhere, sleigh rides, and obviously skating. And that one is available in February, and it's mm -hmm. only between 10 and $20. Which is good because, you know, you don't want anything too expensive, especially when you have a lot of kids in your family it yeah you know it's, when it's, it's a family good. thing you're like could we have fun but you know we're not spending like millions of dollars exactly um and obviously you can't say canada without saying hockey <laughs> and literally all over canada you can either watch a hockey game or you can participate in you yes. know like uh hockey games all over Canada there's not one place in Canada where you will not see that mm -hmm. it's just what it is and skiing also is very big here so any part of Canada that you visit skiing is available exactly yes yeah, very true Quebec yeah. um Vancouver um I, I I can't even tell you there's so many places you can you can do yeah. skiing I've done yeah. skiing a couple of times in my lifetime so I'm going to tell you it's it was fun I'm older now, so my knees are not as well, but I would mm. still love to do it if I could. But that's the thing. What's great about this is that skiing is available all over. And when you're into the sport, you go there for skiing. And when you're like, you know what, mm, you go there for the lodging. Like, that's the great thing. You have the option. That, that's funny that you say that because I remember we went to Quebec City. Is it Quebec City? No, sorry. We went to... Um, Oh my God, a ski hill in um, the States, which is like an hour away from here, right? And we went there to ski. And what was so funny about that was we never skied. A couple of us got um, tattoos. A few of them went shopping. But, and the thing is, where the condo was, you just see people skiing all day. And none of us went skiing that whole weekend. Oh, wow. Wait, just sidebar. Is that where you got your tattoo? No, no, oh, okay. I, got, I got it before that, but oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that after. Okay, so now that we've, you know, covered your favorite season, let's get into my favorite season, spring. Yeah. And what I love about spring is the rain and the flowers that bloom. Yeah. I know true. that, you know, a lot of people get down by the rain. I don't. I actually love the rain. I love the fact that it cleans everything. I love the fact mm -hmm. that it waters everything. I love the sound of it. I love yes. how things smell when yes. it's raining. It's just everything seems so fresh. So that's why, you know, it really is my favorite season. And it's not too hot, not too cold. Exactly. It's literally just right. Yes. So um, there's the Tulip Festival in Ottawa, which is the capital of Canada, what you could check out. Um, and while you're there, you can go to Byward Market, where mm -hmm. there are 600 businesses that house restaurants, including the place where they make the best beaver tails. Here's the thing. I've tasted beaver tail here. Um, and I, you know, I love sweets. But because it's such a big dessert, I usually like sharing it. Like, yes. I love sweets, but that's just a lot of beaver tail to eat. Yes. 
And the same for me when I first went there, because like I said, I don't like sweets. I had a little bit of it. I had tail part, of course, but I had the, I had um, a lot of it and um, a little bit of it. And then I gave the rest to my, my brother and my sister-in-law, but it was compared to Montreal's beaver tails. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And that place is known for beaver tails all over the world. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's great, too, is that, um, you know, usually, obviously, people go to Japan to see the cherry blossoms, but we also have this here in British Columbia. Yes. Um, Also, I know this one you might really like, Shani, because you can go to the wine regions, and two of the most famous (laughs) uh, ones are Okanagan Valley, hopefully I pronounced that correctly, in British Columbia, and the one that we all know, Niagara Wine Region, which is between Niagara Falls and Toronto. Right, that's true. There's a, there's also another place I I um I tasted over here, and it's in, in Quebec. It's not far from Montreal. It's uh literally. I live in Laval, so you know I'm far. But even from here, it was about a I'd say 45 minute drive to an hour drive and it was the best wine country I've ever tasted, visited. They let you walk around the grapes. Usually most people is, don't let you do that. Um, and we, you know, they had a shop afterwards. You can buy their grapes and whatever. So it was really, really great that, um, that we got to, uh, we got to do that. So basically I even here in Laval, not far from my place, like literally 15 minutes away from here, we have another wine tasting place. It has a chateau um, and you can taste the wines and, you know, walk around the fields and, and just taste what they have. Usually, it's, I'm not going to say no, mostly white wines, but they have um, a variety that you can taste. It's really cool. Since you're still in Ottawa region, um, highlight the farmer's market because in Ottawa, it's our capital, but they also, because it's small, they have everything central in the Byward market, and the farmer's market is amazing. It is so colorful. I've never seen anything so colorful in my life, and I lived there for about four and a half years, five years, uh, with my brother and my, my sister-in-law, so I got to experience it, and it was just amazing. It was like a 20-minute walk from our house over the bridge from, because we lived in the Quebec side. So it was like a 20 minute walk across the bridge to um, Ottawa. And it was just amazing. Every weekend we would go out and go to farmer's market, get our stuff. Um, Just, I mean, even if we didn't need anything, just meet new friends, the restaurants. um, Even um, Samara wanted to do um, her magazine as I had mentioned on one of the you know, previous podcasts, um, there they had in the Bywater Market, they had a place where they were sh- setting up a shop for the kids to have their own businesses in the Bywater Market. And so it was just like, it's just a place where everybody comes together and communicates. You know, it's a smaller town, yes, but it was just, it was, that place is amazing. It should be visited. Um, so I guess basically because we've been highlighting i know ottawa a little bit um, i wanted to come back home and just you know enter into our summer season because we have our botanical gardens we have our insectarium and 
obviously they say they're you know they're they're self you know they're self themselves um but it's great to visit the and some schools do visit the insectarium and botanical gardens but it's good to go as a family you know it's a it's a good um thing to do so we have yeah. a you know it, it's just good yeah we um we did that uh the botanical gardens and the insectarium in school like oh. that's where we were introduced to it it was just yeah. one of the the places that schools visit every year yeah. so that's where i first got my feet in it and then obviously when i got older i was able to go like you said with family with my sister with you know all of my my family and uh we like i said for spring even though we're talking about summer now um we love flowers they just i don't know what flowers do to the human psyche but it's just when anyone sees flowers it's just it gives you that extra happy juice of some kind so that's why i really feel that everyone should visit the botanical gardens wherever you live because every country has it just go there just seeing flowers bloom just gives you that that happy it does that's how i feel yeah yeah it does because my mom loves flowers but i don't Personally, I, I will never take care of them, but she takes care of them, so she's good at that. <laughs> but there's a difference. It's it's one thing to love looking at them and one thing to take care of them. I totally yeah. understand the taking care of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of work. But even apart from that, we have like a range of festivals to to do. Um I know we've you know hit on this um the summer vibe in Montreal before, but I wanted to just say that we also have like a range of festivals, like the cultural festivals, jazz festival, the reggae festival, the Carafesta, um, which we like to call jump up in you know West Indian town. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I I love it. Like I'm not gonna lie, it was a lot better when uh, years ago because I, yes. I I went since I would say since I was maybe 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. I've been going every year and. Um, it's a great festival to go to because you see a lot of costumes, a lot of entertainment. Um, What was great back then was um, there were a lot more bands with actual costumes. Yes. And there was always um, either someone from, yeah, from Trinidad, from Jamaica, from one of the islands that came and put on, put on a performance during the parade and that's yes. what made it so much fun and the thing is when the uh m- the people in mass passed the judges then everyone could join into the bands and dance and have fun and stuff like that yeah. so that's what i truly loved about the uh about jump up and the thing is unfortunately within the years it's been dwindling down you see less costumes you see mm-hmm. more t-shirt bands but then they brought in some DJs, which is, I know some people may not feel that they should be, but the thing is bringing a DJ to a truck is great because like I said, after the costume bands have passed, you get to go in there and just jump and dance and have fun. Yes. So that's a good thing. It's just that I really hope after all of this that Carrie Fiesta gets back its luster because I, like the last time I went, unfortunately made me feel like not going the 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 following year and I didn't because I was just like it's losing you know the the festival part of it yes you know into political maybe yeah yeah 
so for me, it, it's been a bit of a while that I've gone. I'm, I'm not going to lie. The last one I went to was a good 10 years ago. You were and bad. I know. I'm so bad. But I went to the one in Toronto in between that time. And oh my God, was it amazing. Amazing. It's different from here in Montreal. But the one in Toronto, it was, I swear to God, the whole day long. It was six o'clock in the evening and we were just like we were done because we had been out since like eight o'clock in the morning so we were done dancing and six o'clock in the afternoon and then because my parents are from St. Vincent (laughs) the Vinci float was like just starting at 6 p.m so that's that's just Toronto no, that's the way it's, honestly, that's the way it's supposed to be. Like, um, obviously I've been to the one in Trinidad. I would love to go to the other islands, but it's supposed to be a whole day fet, yes. you know, like actually it's really more than a whole day, but it's just, you know, there's juve. But when you reach the carnival part, it's literally starting in the day because there's so many bands and then it just goes all day. That's why yeah. they provide drinks and food. Mm-hmm. So you can literally just enjoy yourself for the entire day. Um, what, again, not to revisit it, but I, I will, <laughs> when jump up used to be amazing, we would be there like at 11 o'clock. And then when it's done, we would go up on the hill and we'll be there till like eight, nine, go home, get changed and go to yes. a fest. So it's yes. just that it's that, right. <laughs> that's what carnival is supposed to be. So when it's like six o'clock and you see a new band coming, that's how it's supposed to be. People are supposed to be fetting all day. Yes. But things change and we hope they go back. And I, I don't yes. mean it has to go back to exactly that, but it has to go to something kind of close, you know? Different. Yeah, because even when I used to be a part of it, I used to be a part of the Kitties Carnival, which is like the weekend before Cara Festa. Yeah. Or, you know, or Jump Up, whatever you want to call it. And so even in those days, you even the kids' car, Kitties Carnival was, you know, on its own, you know, the kitties who who did the best, which was which country did the best and whatever. It was just amazing to be a part of it all. And I have pictures. Yeah. I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. We really so, have to do like one just on all that because <laughs> there's so much to talk about. There's like the panorama. There's so many things that I felt when I first came here and Montreal was just going ham on the cultural festivals, not just Caribbean, but all of them. I just felt like they, maybe they had the budget back then and now it's kind of different. But if you had no budget back then and you have a budget now, what is the problem? I don't know. Okay. So we're going to go on. (laughs) But I, I just wanted to highlight those festivals because it's a part of our culture. I'm sorry, it is a puzzle recruiter. <laughs> and I just want to be um, you know, forthcoming with that. But like any Caribbean, we're not just you know, focused on Caribbean music. We love the jazz festival, the reggae festival, like I said before. But when it comes to our appetite, we love food. We do love food. And at the old part, every year. They have like the Putin Festival, the Red Festival. Oh my God, there's a range of food trucks. So if you're vegan, if you're vegetarian, if you want your your beef all day long, 
yeah. you can get it. Do you know what I mean? And I'm sorry, I love my person. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love my person. So people I'm, come here just for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. From all around the world. So that's just to tell you how Montreal is amazing in that um in that way, just inviting people and in in you know, having them in our culture and just just vibing. <laughs> Yeah, I had uh, I I went to both the Putin Fest and the Rib Fest for I, I think three years straight. And what's great is that um, obviously for the Putin, it's here. It's something that is part of this culture. Mm-hmm. So they have a range of what you can add to Putin, even yes. though it's generally you know fries, gravy, and and uh, cheese. Yes. Um, and the Rib Fest people come from a lot of different places a lot of people from the states who have won trophies on having the best type of ribs and sauce wow and i love sampling them it's so amazing like the rib fest is something you should definitely go to next summer mm-hmm. because you 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 honestly get to try things that you will you'll never try in a regular restaurant because you know restaurants have their standard but this is like people who specialize in making an amazing sauce to make your ribs taste amazing so all these festivals the food trucks i haven't had the opportunity to sample every food truck but some of them have been really really amazing so i suggest yeah yeah. go see that okay well you're gonna bring me next year right you said because well uh, if you're willing as long as it's not pork i'm good with it so beef ribs i'm Mm -hmm. good and then the food trucks yes I know we had a sample of them when we were we were working together at our our job um, in Salara, but I remember those were it was a good experience. You yeah. know what I mean? Whenever so. you choose to re-enter planet Earth, I will take you <laughs> wherever you need to go. Well, invite me and I will come along. Don't worry. Just we'll find a day. <laughs> oh my gosh. But we can't forget about like even the fireworks at night in the summer, even now, even though things have been shut down, I can hear the fireworks from Montreal. And sometimes here in Laval, they have fireworks going every weekend. Sometimes people buy their own fireworks and just light them up. So during the As weekend- they should, <laughs> celebrate. Yeah. Exactly. Because what else are you going to do? Because this is a time for celebration and new opportunity. So I love that they can have that around the city. And then, you know, now the beaches are starting to open. And so with COVID-19, yes, you have your protection. And the, it's really pretty good. I think Montreal is pretty good, or Quebecers, I should say, are pretty good in social distancing. So the beaches have been, uh, I don't know about the Verdun Beach. I think it's closed. But it's a new beach that opened last year. So it's kind of like... Every every area now has a beach to for people to go to without having to leave. You know what I mean? Leave the country and have to experience the sand and the sun and whatever. We have it here as well. True. You know? Um I I did go to some of the beaches when I was younger. I haven't gone to any uh as of the last couple of years, but it's 
it they are there are beautiful beaches here but obviously again you know i'm from trinidad so <laughs> i usually just go to trinidad and tobago to experience you know the ocean that's yeah. just my thing but i'm happy that a lot of places have beaches so everyone can have that you know cool down when the summer's here because that's usually where you want to be exactly we used to go to um oka beach because we're here in laval so it's the closest one it's like not too far like 15 20 minutes not even and um oh my god that beach is amazing and uh you can barbecue you can do whatever you want on Oka beach um like i said the verdun beach just opened last year so for people in la salle verdun even montreal can go there um but then there's the montreal beach which is just off of uh in notre dame it's called jean doré beach so it's like close to the the um, uh the amusement park so you have the option to go there after or before or whatever and then watch the fireworks after you know so it's 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 pretty cool so as fall comes in i mean school starts for the kids and there'll be things um for us to do meaning there's even though we can't go out to like the beaches and stuff like that there's the museums there's the libraries and especially the two libraries that i love is the bibliothèque et archive de national de quebec or called the grand bibliothèque or the big bibliothèque or big sorry speaking french again <laughs> the big uh, library um and then there's the one in saint laurent um, we went to the opening. It was amazing. Samara loved it. I have pictures from it. Um, it's called Bibliothèque de Bois or the um, the Wood Library. And it's in Ville Saint Laurent, which is not too far from Montreal. And it was just amazing being there. And the the stuff they have for the kids, the the people they have, and they dress up in costumes, which is what I love. That's what drew me to these two libraries they do things for the kids that are meaningful and um impactful you know what i mean so they can remember things in life and um it's just i just love them those two libraries for me um and then you can also take a, like a view of montreal i think i mentioned this before um from mount royal and then you have to pass beaver lake on the way and beaver lake is open almost all year round basically with activities galore in the winter time summertime um springtime so you just find things to do you can do paddle boarding in in the summer spring fall um it's just a way to just do something when you know you don't have that much time like paddle boarding in the in the fall when kids are starting it's something to do you know just get them out there because you know they're focused on school and whatever so it's just something to do with them. Um, yeah, but um, talking about Mont Royal, um, I love to go there uh, either spring or fall. And since we're in fall, mm -hmm. uh, what's great is that um, there's the path is so far where you can go. So yeah. just having walks by yourself, walks with your friends, um, walks with your loved ones. And when you go up to the top, like you said, you could see the amazing view of the city. So that's yeah. why I usually encourage a lot of people, if you just want to take a walk, just go all the way to Mont Royal. It's mm -hmm. worth the the time because the view 
from the bottom to the top. It's really amazing. Yes, it is. It really is. I did it once. Um, and I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I did it once when I was younger. Um, but it's been impactful because I still remember it. You know what I mean? Um, so it's something I always bring when my cousins come into town. And they've never been here. First place to go, Mount Royal. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, but but what's great too is that um, when we are able to really just go out there, um, I will call you or let you know in advance to come to Montreal, and then we'll start back walking again. Because yes. what was great is that uh, before this happened, um, Alva, um, who you know who I work with and is a friend, she asked me. She said, "Oh, do you just want to go?" after work because we had summer hours and then we started going basically every two weeks oh, and it was nice. amazing it, it it was so great to do so shani i'll be adding you to those um, those walks and yeah she, we'll have fun you know what i don't mind being added to those walks i'm not going to say i'm going to do all of them obviously but yeah. i would not mind doing the walks and i've noticed too on my my feed for instagram my cousins have been doing it um Sharon and uh, and Rena, they've been actually walking up to Mount Royal, and I'm I was like impressed because they're already fit, but they're still doing it. You know what I mean? To doing mm -hmm. something extra during this this period of time. So I thought that was pretty cool. So um yeah, if you want to add me, add me. I'm I'm I swear to God, we all know I don't even like to go to the grocery store on a walk, but <laughs> I will do it. I will. Good. <laughs> oh, but you know what there's so many things you can take in in this season in the fall that it's it's just not even that it's just like even a football season i'm a footballer Sorry. yes you are yes i am i'm a footballer so we have the montreal alouettes who is our football team here in montreal quebec and that's usually when the season starts. So the best way to see how passionate Canadians are with their football team is now. <laughs> it's coming up. It's coming up. And it's amazing. Um, it is, I, I can't describe it. We've been through so many seasons. I had a cousin who's even on a cheerleading squad. And it was just amazing. It was amazing, amazing, amazing. So it's something to um, definitely see. this episode is it's a new season a perfect opportunity to do something new something bold something beautiful this quote is exactly what it says for me anyways it's want to explore what you see there is even if i can't even describe it it's like even if you haven't seen it um just listen to your friends and your family when things they've done um in your own city here um it's just amazing to know that here in quebec there's so many things to do and that during every season there's something to try and i love that um 
I've done a lot, yes, but there's some things I haven't done. And there's some things I haven't even um, exposed my own child to. So for me, it's just, it was just a meaningful thing because in this time and this place right now, it's an opportunity to do something beautiful. It really is. Yeah. Um, for me, it, it became a double meaning. The first one is that in each season, um, wherever you live, don't uh, deprave yourself of trying something new, of doing something different, because you will find that you are capable of so much. Uh, the second meaning I, I felt was that you always have a new season in your life. So you go through many things for a period of time, and sometimes it could be frustrating, sometimes it could be really hard to get through. But remember, it is a season, and then a new season will come up, and when it does, where things go a lot better, seize that moment, try new things, you know, be bold in the sense of get out of your comfort zone and try something different. Yes. And you'll see that at the end of that, you know, it's a beautiful thing because the thing is you win some, you lose some for real, but know that it is in a season, it will pass and something you could, you know, start tomorrow. Exactly. I love the way you said that. That is perfect because it's funny because when my cousin comes down from Holland and he usually comes in wintertime, if you really think about it, and he just goes out there and he's gone. He's gone to Quebec City. He's gone to Ottawa. He's gone on the hill. He's gone. He's he's gone. <laughs> and Holland is not as harsh as it is here, you know. So it's like, it's funny how you're like. Sometimes you're like, I don't want to go anywhere, but he's like, Nah, I'm gone. Bye. See you later. <laughs> Thank you for being with us on another episode of Free Talk. This has been Aya and Shani. Email us your comments at freetalk.ca and gmail.com and follow our Instagram at freetalk.ca. How many seasons does your country have? Do you find things to do in all of them? Let us know. And until the next episode of Free Talk, stay safe and be happy. Bye.